I was working as a barman in the mid-90s when Blasted was first produced, her first play. I was aware of the storm, the media storm that that play had created because it was all over the place, it was on the news. Reading those reviews and looking at those headlines, I was expecting to see a disgusting feast of filth as, uh, as it was famously described, but in fact my, my actual response when I went to see it was, was being blown away by the stagecraft of it. She wrote the play at 23 years old um, and had an incredible instinct to want to take a theatre and turn it inside out. We were both very um, interested in the war in Bosnia that was going on at the time. A major European war and, and, and an attempted genocide. Her response to it was completely unique and personal to her. She started off with a warped love story and, 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 and being interested in sexuality and violence. And that took her into this bigger landscape. The uh, first critics were used to a generation of plays which were making much more explicit authorial commentary. But at the time, I think all they thought was that she was a young woman sort of having fun, putting revolting things on stage and uh, had no other uh, desire than to shock. What's truly original about her work, and you see this in every single play, is a determination to challenge theatrical form, the form of a play, in order to express something about love or something about our capacity for violence. While other writers had written with such violence and such clarity, and other writers had written with feeling and tenderness, I think the combination of the feeling and the tenderness and the audacity of the stage imagery and the violence, I'd never come across. In Phaedra's Love, she was maybe trying to free herself from, from the weight of Blasted and the expectations that Blasted caused. And I think it really helps that at that point, the people who were running the Gate Theatre came to her and said that we're doing this season of work influenced by these old Greek plays. And uh, perhaps you'd like to write something for us. And she drew on the Phaedra's story. Hippolytus is a young prince, he's a rather disgusting human being, he sleeps with everyone, he masturbates and watches trash TV all day. Um, and nonetheless, despite this, his uh, stepmother, uh, Phaedra, falls in love with him. Whereas Blasted, I suppose, has a, has a deeply serious drive right through it. Phaedra's love does seem to me about sort of enjoying, actually, the, the pleasure of, of excess and extremity. On one hand, it has all of the horrific violence and uh, explicit sexuality of Blasted, but it's also sort of, it's kind of disgustingly funny. She was a very, very sweet person with an intensely macabre sense of humour and, and uh, again, it's not really a contradiction, it's part of the same thing in a way. Cleansed is a very, very difficult play. 
on the page. It's full of what appear to be almost impossible stage directions, um, including things like cuts off hands, cuts off legs, cuts out tongue. These things are very, very difficult to do on stage. But there are more things. There's a point when uh, a field full of daffodils suddenly blooms. And I think what the uh, original production did rather beautifully was to recognise that this is a challenge to move beyond uh, sort of ordinary types of British uh, stage craft. She asked the stage to be to suddenly be covered in daffodils. It's not about what they are, it's about how you make them appear uh, in this context. And so we've got loads of plastic daffodils, very obviously ones, put wire in through them, like so they made them into darts. And about four or five hundred of these, these things in a, like a bomb box above the stage. So at one point they just tilted this trough and then all these daffodils tumbled down and went bump into the stage. And so suddenly you just got dozens and dozens and dozens of daffodils. And it was completely breathtaking. And there's just a kind of flash of yellow as all these darts fall through the sidelight and then they land on the stage. But the point about it, what's interesting about it, is this, you've, you turn the flower into a, into, an, into a weapon, which has all the themes of the play between beauty and pain and violence and destructiveness. It's sort of the most optimistic of the plays. It's optimistic because even though it has these barbarities running right the way through it, that central question, will love survive, could love survive, is actually, for once in her work, answered affirmatively. If the impact of her work was created by its images of shock and awe, which at the end of the last century felt prescient, I think its timelessness comes out of the depth of its love. It's love being tested in the most extreme environment. You can almost wipe out love, but somehow it still leaves a stain on the concrete where the dreadful tortures it's undergone have happened. There's still something that remains that you cannot quite eviscerate.